0: Well, hello there. I am popping in with the quickest invitation for you to check out Time Witchery. Time Witchery is my anti-planner. It is a daily practice that will help you to think about yourself as a human being rather than as a human doing as you begin your day. If you are a person who is creative, if you are a person who values freedom, if you are a person who is here to make the most of your one wild and precious, and I'm guessing that since you are here listening, you are all of those things. I don't know why mind witchery would appeal if you weren't. So, If those are core values for you, if that's how you want to move through the world, time witchery will help you to do that. Time witchery was born of my own morning practice. It is my own personal way of approaching a day in a whole self-honoring way. If your curiosity is piqued, you can go to timewitchery.com slash planner, or, you know, just Google Time Witchery, and it'll pop up. You can have a look. Now is a wonderful time to do this for a couple of reasons. One, we are moving into a new season. Spring in the Northern Hemisphere, fall in the Southern Hemisphere, and with the shift in seasons, there's often a really big wave of energy. If you want to catch that wave and make the most of it, time witchery will help. Number two, probably even more compelling, for the month of March, time witchery is Deeply, deeply discounted. It is like 65% off. Yeah, I know. And Time Witchery isn't just a beautifully bound anti planner that you get in the mail, it also includes an audio course that explains the why and the how of the various elements as well as invitations to events that I hold specifically for Time Witchery folks. The next one is on the Equinox, and I would love for you to come. So now is a wonderful time to give Time Witchery a try. I hope you will take a look, and even more, I hope you'll give it a whirl. Welcome to Mind Witchery. I'm your host, Natalie Miller, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my love. I almost said good morning, but I realize I don't know when you'll be listening to this. For me, it is very early morning. The sun is actually not quite even coming up yet, and I'm I'm here in the recording studio with my coffee and you can hear a little (laughs) post-COVID early morning scratchiness in my voice. And no worries, I am all better from the COVID. It was not so terrible. I was so grateful for being vaccinated and um, having the the great luxury of actually resting while I was convalescing. All right. Today's spell is a spell for boosting enoughness. And I want to tell you from the outset that this spell is inspired by a coachy friend of mine, Anna Hasenberg. She's wonderful. She's Based in Amsterdam, and she and I did master coach training together in the Wayfinder coaching school by Martha Beck. And when she and I were in master coach training together, we did a few trades where we got to coach one another. And Anna asked me one day a question that has stuck with me for all these years and the spell for boosting enoughness is a variation of that question but i i always think it's really important to acknowledge that we are all always co-creating so i want you to know that anna and anna's genius question inspired this spell so I don't really remember what I was talking with Anna about what she was coaching me on when she asked me this question. But I can tell you that um, (laughs) one of my most persistent limiting beliefs is that I can never do enough. No matter what, no matter where, I have this persistent sense that I haven't done enough, that I can't do enough. And where does that come from? You know, obviously, culturally, we are all under a lot of pressure to do more, produce more, create more. You know, the dominant cultures on the planet are obsessed with productivity and with doing, (laughs) as opposed to being. So partly, of course, it comes from that. But, you know, I I also think that my sense that I haven't done enough, I I can't do enough, comes from an aspect of, of me, of the way my mind works, of the way i'm oriented um kind of naturally in the world that i see possibility everywhere <laughs> i i always can see how something could be better and you know like like all swords this one is definitely double edged on the one hand it makes me an evolutionary in the world i am interested always in improving in optimizing you know i i can see what could be better and i can i can often see how to make it better and i'm i'm interested in doing that and you know i'm i'm grateful for this aspect of myself and i'm I'm betting that you resonate with this. I imagine if you are drawn to listen to Mind Witchery, if you're interested in a self-coaching, self-helpy podcast, (laughs) that you too are interested in, in the better, in what's possible. And I love that about us. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) At the same time, when we can always see what could be better, when we can always see more possibility, of course, we're aware of what we haven't done. Of course, we're aware of what else we could or should be doing. So that is. I'm sure where I was when my friend Anna was coaching me. I'm sure, I have no doubt, I was in the place of I haven't done enough. I can't do enough. I can't possibly meet the standard that I hold. I'm having difficulty fulfilling the potential that I see. And what Anna asked me was this question Are you giving yourself credit? And I have to tell you, that question was like a stone dropped into the pond of my mind, and the ripples just went out and out and out and out. And I realized no. I'm not giving myself credit, and while I am very good at seeing what's possible, while I am very good at seeing how things could be better, I was at that moment not so great at appreciating the progress that I had made. And anytime I use the word appreciate, by the way, I totally mean it in its fullest sense, right? When we appreciate something, we give it more value, you know? When a piece of art appreciates, it is worth more. And so... In that moment, I was really not so great at appreciating what I had done, at making it count, at acknowledging that I already had made things better. Maybe not as better as I could see the potential for, but yeah, I... I already had taken some action or I already had shifted. Yeah? So that is how we, I think, can protect ourselves from the really sharp edge of that double-edged sword of always being able to see how things could be better. Right There's the part that can cut through the bullshit, that can cut off the excess, that can cut through the noise. There's that part that does help us so much as we are improving things in the world, in our lives. Right, But the edge that is often facing us The edge that can cut into our own hearts and minds is that edge that says, I haven't done enough. And the way we can protect ourselves from the really sharp self-criticism that that edge of the sword can wield is through giving ourselves credit. So, the spell for boosting enoughness is a slight variation on Anna's amazing question. It goes like this How am I giving myself credit? How am I giving myself credit? By asking how, we are not. Leaving the answer at a well, I mean, frankly, the answer is generally going to be no. <laughs> no, I'm not giving myself credit. We won't leave the answer there, but rather we will spark a little bit of creativity and we will spark agency. If I ask myself, how am I giving myself credit? And I realize I'm I'm not, I'm not giving myself credit. Then the the kind of natural next question is, well, then how can I give myself credit? How can I give myself credit? Now, one of my favorite ways to actually do this, right, to answer this question, to give myself credit, is to write a list of appreciations of what's working. And that might be things that I'm doing that are working. That might be just co-creations in my life that are working. Yeah? By listing those here's what's working, here's what's working, here's what's working, by giving them more attention, more value. I am balancing my tendency to see what could be better, what could be better, what could be better, with an acknowledgement of what's good. What's good? What's good? So, when you are finding yourself in a place of low enoughness, when you're finding yourself either down on you or down on your progress in a certain project, down on the country in which you live, which... That's easy for me lately (laughs) here in the United States of America. When you're finding yourself in a place of low enoughness, asking, all right, how am I giving myself credit? How am I giving myself and my co-creators on this project credit? How am I giving my nation credit? It invites us to see that probably we're not. If we're in a very low enoughness space, probably we're not giving credit. We're only looking at what's not working, at what's not good, at what's not optimized. And we get to orient instead toward, all right, well, let me do that. Now, I want to address one little, <laughs> maybe, maybe a, little, a little doubt, a little worry that might be arising for you. I know it did for me, which is, well, if I'm giving us credit, if I'm giving me, my team, my fellow citizens, if I'm giving us credit, what if I stop trying to make things better? What if I get complacent? I mean, remember, we've experienced in our lives a lot of benefit and progress from our ability to see what could be better and to move toward it. So we know this is a superpower we have. But wait a minute, like if I'm not using it, if I'm instead looking at what's working, if I'm instead, then what if I stop trying to make things better? What if I stop evolving? And I mean, first of all, studies show, and this is mostly the work of Kristen Neff, who I've talked about on the podcast before, that when we are self-appreciative, we actually tend to get better at doing the things that we want to do in the world. And I bet you can see this for yourself. Think for a moment about a place in your life where you are experiencing this low enoughness. Now really, how does that affect you? Is it helping you or is it actually holding you back? So for example, if I'm Recording this podcast, let's say, and I'm constantly in a place of, oh, that could be better. That could be better. This could be better. That wasn't what I wanted. And trust me, that is a very easy place for me to go. But if I am there all the time, am I really going to be able to show up? Am I really going to be able to press that publish button? No. No. Right. That is facilitated by me giving myself credit. Hey, I've showed up again this week with an idea, with a spell. Was it perfect? No, it wasn't perfect. But I'm going to trust it's, it's enough, that this is enough. Yeah. So the idea isn't that we lay down that sword that really does help us, like, cut through the brush and make things better and build what we want to build, change what we want to change. The idea is that we protect ourselves from the sharp, sharp edge of that sword. All right, my loves, there you have it. A spell for boosting enoughness. First of all, how am I giving myself credit? And then when you realize that probably you aren't, (laughs) the low enoughness comes from underappreciation of what you have done, of the progress you have made. Of what's working, then you can ask yourself, how can I give myself credit? And perhaps write a list of appreciations. What's working? What changes have you made? What progress can you see? This is something I do every morning as part of my little morning coaching practice five things. What's working? It helps. It makes things better. And after all, isn't that what you so much want to do? As always, thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mind Witchery. To catch all the magic I'm offering, please subscribe to the show. Or if you want a little bit of weekly witchiness in your inbox, sign up for my Sunday letter at mindwitchery.com. If today's episode made you think of a friend or loved one, your sister, your neighbor, please tell them about it. We need more magic makers in this troubled world. Like all good things, this podcast is co-created by Stellar People. Our music is by fabulous DJ, artist, and producer, Shammy D. Our gorgeous art is by the Sorcerers at New Moon Creative. Mind Witchery is produced in conjunction with Particulate Media, K.O. Myers, executive producer. And I am Natalie Miller. Till next time.